Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Get your hands up. Yeah. Put your hands up. Welcome to the show. It's Straight Talk with Joe. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the show, Straight Talk with you, everybody. Uh, my name is Keith, and I am, you know, I'm hosting Straight Talk with Joe. Um, as always, I'd like to bring in my lovely co-host, uh, Miss Monique Calderon. Hi, guys. How y'all doing? We are lovely, Monique. How about yourself? Oh, I am. I am doing so well. I am so blessed over here. Thanks, Keith. No problem. No problem. Uh, Well, let's begin the show. Joe uh, is uh, unavailable at this time. I believe he might have had an emergency, uh, so just lift him up in prayer. Uh, But we are going to get started on tonight's show which we are discussing five reasons Christians should never masturbate. Uh, This is a very sensitive subject to a lot of people. Um, And I just want to start with the first segment. Just really quick, just give you an overview of what this show is going to be about. Is masturbation normal? People believe it's natural where others do not feel the same. You know, what does the Word of God say about masturbation? We're going to discuss five reasons Christians should never masturbate. We would love for you guys to weigh in tonight on on this topic. Give us a call at 516-387-1427. And I'm just going to get us started with a quick word of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now for the things you have done. We thank you for the lessons being taught. We thank you for your powerful and holy word. Lord God, please instruct us. Please let your wisdom seep into us so we can understand it, Lord God, because without you we can know any we cannot know anything. And we just thank you for this word. Please let your word change the mind, the minds of our listeners tonight and ourselves. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Uh so basically this is this is tough. Five reasons why Christians should not masturbate. Let's start by reading uh, from Second Samuel twelve seven. Uh, excuse me, Second Samuel chapter twelve seven to seventh uh, verse, the twelfth verse. Then Nathan said to David, "You are that man." The Lord, the God of Israel, says, I anointed you the king of Israel and saved you from the power of Saul. 
I gave you your master's house and his wives and the kingdoms of Israel and Judah. And if that had not been enough, I would have given you much, much more. Why, then, have you despised the word of the Lord and done this horrible deed? For you have murdered Uriah the Hittite with the sword of the Ammonites and stolen his wife. From this time on, your family will live by the sword because you have despised me by taking Uriah's wife to be your own. This is what the Lord says. Because of what you've done, I will cause your household to rebel against you. I will give your wives to another man before your very eyes, and he will, do, he will go to bed with them in public view. You did it secretly, but I will make this happen to you openly in the sight of all Israel. Uh, I read that out of the NLT just basically for that last part where it says, You did it secretly, but I will make this happen to you openly in the sight of all Israel. Masturbation is sexual stimulation of one's own self. So it's me pleasing my own self with nobody else. And oftentimes it's done secretly. Behind closed doors, we lock our doors, we turn out the lights, and you know we don't even tell people openly what we're doing. Let's get into these reasons, not unless, uh, Monique, you want to add something before we jump into it real quick. Oh, let's go. Let's jump in. <laughs> so the number one reason, or reason number one, rather, that Christians should never masturbate, it's, it's sin against our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 6, 8 says, Our bodies are bought with a price and not for our own devices. Our bodies were bought with a price and not for our own devices. We are bought with a price to live holy. Believers are slaves to righteousness. Masturbation does not serve a purpose for how God designed our holy temple. It it just doesn't it just doesn't equate. If you're sinning against the Lord because you're defiling your own self with the act of masturbation, that's sin. If we're slaves to righteousness, how can we be sinning habitually, defiling our own temple, which is supposed to be holy? I mean, would you agree with that, Monique? Absolutely. Uh, I don't think people look at it like that, or they don't think about that. But when you truly do think about it, you know, our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And so if we're we're lusting... And and it's like we're lusting against ourselves. Uh, we're then doing that like against the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit lives in us. Amen. Amen. And another point was Romans six verse eighteen, where it says, "Being made free from sin, ye become the servants of." Righteousness. Again, it's we're, we're we're once you're a believer in Christ, you don't belong to your own self. You belong to the Lord. You're you're slaves to righteousness. We're seeking to please God in our actions. I don't know how sexual gratification of one's own self is pleasing to God, especially when it's linked to pornography. 
And please do not be deceived by these articles or studies of sedation is good for you. My question is, what does the word of God say over that? If God says it's wrong, it's wrong. It's very dangerous to justify God's word to fit your lifestyle. God does not want his followers or his people to masturbate. It's it's just not of him. It's we're slaves to righteousness. Our temples are supposed to be holy, not defiling uh not defiling Ourselves with sexual sin That's not of the Lord And uh, Well you know what else What else Keith has done Right we're not When you actually Think about the process Of masturbation um, There needs to be Some sort of Either you are watching porn Or You are Fantasizing right because you're right. you're going and you're do, you you're doing it with yourself, so you got to get in a space like you're with someone else, right? You got to get in a headspace there, and so even mm-hmm. you know when you think about that step of the, first of all, it's you know we Joe did an awesome job of talking when we spoke about porn last week, um, but really you know when you're fantasizing. Um, you know, those aren't pure thoughts. Those aren't holy thoughts. And so how can God bless that? How can, and, and, and you're thinking about that so that you can get yourself to a source of pleasure. But in Genesis, God says, you know, he made woman for man so that they may, you know, go together and, and, and procreate. And so... Amen. Going against yourself, going against how God created you to be, um, God can't bless that. And um, and so you know, it's exactly it's exactly what the, what the verses say here. You know, um, we have to be slaves to righteousness. Um, Amen. And and so the, that's not being righteous because the righteous abide by the word of God. And when the Lord, when God said, be fruitful and multiply to Adam and Eve, that was, you know, among man, uh, or should I say woman made for man, so that they may be fruitful and multiply. He didn't say, okay, you go by yourself and you go by yourself. He didn't, he didn't do that. He created it uh, to be experienced through a man and a woman. So, Amen. Uh, you know, it, it goes against God's design. Absolutely. And another point is, once you're changed by the Holy Spirit, body, your mind converts to wanting to please the Lord. That's the, that's another thing. It's not like, oh, this is one thing I've got to give up. If you're on fire for the Lord and you're changed, the Holy Spirit convicts you and changes you, you want to give up sin. You don't even want no parts to do with this. You don't mm-hmm. want to tiptoe around problems and say, well, I, this is, is it X is not a girl, so I can still do it. No. That's, that's, that's wicked mind. That's a wicked mindset. You still want to hold on to some sin in your life, and that's not of God. It's, it's really not of God. That's very, very dangerous, which leads us to our next point. 
Number two, and I, I know it's going to get a little deep, but you now this needs to be addressed. Uh, number two is if you're out here masturbating, the number two reason you shouldn't do it, Christians should never do it, is it's going to lead you straight to hell. Straight up. First Corinthians 6, 9 says, don't you realize that those who do wrong will not inherit the kingdom of God? Don't fool yourselves. Those who indulge in sexual sin or who worship idols or commit adultery or are male prostitutes or practice homosexuality or are thieves or greedy people or drunkards or abusive or cheap people, none of these will inherit the kingdom of God. Now, I know this is hard for some people to hear. But it's the truth. If you're out here masturbating day in, day out, you're married, you're single, that's that's a one-way ticket to hell. You haven't been conformed to the image of Christ. You, You still put that idol over Jesus. You're in sin if you do that. In Matthew 5.27, it says, you have heard the commandment, this Jesus says, you have heard the commandment that says you must not commit adultery, but I say, but I say unto you, excuse me, but I say anyone who even looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in, her, with him, in his heart. So if your eye, even your good eye, causes you to lust, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your of your body than for your whole body to be thrown in hell. And if your hand, even your stronger hand, causes you to sin, cut it off or throw it away. It is better mm-hmm. for you to lose one part of your body than your whole body to be thrown into hell. Straight up. That's deep. That's deep. Um, I want to give this number out again. Please call in. We would love to hear from you tonight. The number is 516-387-1427. The number is 516-387-1427. I have a couple of points about point two. Monique, did you want to say anything about point two? You know, this is the thing, right? If we're talking about people who – I love the fact that you brought in salvation and how, you know, once we give our lives to the Lord, we have to start stripping away at the things we used to do when we were in the world. And I feel one of the one of the main things that I think everyone has in common when they were in the world is is the lust. We were all Amen. struggling with the lust. And so, you know, I'm going to be very open with um, everyone everyone out there that uh, for about 24 or 25 years, I was struggling with masturbation. Um, mm. And so I had been struggling with it since I was a little girl. Um, and it was Seriously, it was an addiction. It was something that I could not stop doing. It was so I would try to stop and I couldn't stop.
stop. And, you know, when I gave my, my heart to the Lord, I mean, I was getting convicted when I would do it. Now I was just feeling terrible about it. But I still could not break the addiction. There was this addiction that was held on. There was this bondage on me. I was in bondage to it. Um, and you don't know how many times you, if you, this is the thing. If you want to break yourself free of bondage, you better be ready to fight. You better be ready to, to, you've got to be stronger than if you're going to the gym trying to lift 500 pound weight. You've got, I'm going to tell you something. Being a, a righteous person, following the ways of God, when he, after you've lived in the world, it is the hardest thing you're ever going to do in your life. So when people say that Christians, oh, you know, that's for the weak or whatever, no. We have to be so strong. Not just, we've got to be strong mentally and not just spiritually. You've got to have your heart and mind and soul to fight what the enemy's throwing at you and how he's tempting you. And I can't tell you what a fight it was to, to finally be free and break free of the bondage of, of masturbation. So I'm telling anyone out there right now that's listening to this, I understand what you're going through. I was a slave to it for 25 years of my life. And it was one of the hardest things I had to break free from, but I did it. So if I can do it, and I was addicted for that long, those many, 25 years, are you kidding me? That is a ridiculous amount of time to be addicted to something. But I can stand here today, 2016, and tell you that the bondage of masturbation, there is no more bondage on my life. I have broken free of that. The chains have been broken off of me, and I am free, and I, I am walking Amen. In, in the, on the Amen. path that God has for me. And, and I truly do feel free because I'm, I, I, just because if I, I get an urge or whatever, it doesn't mean I have to give in to it. You know, because as it says in the Word, you rule over your body. Your body and your urges and your emotions your feelings don't rule over you. And when you can come to that enlightenment and understand that you have power over everything, as it says in the word, you know, Jesus says he has given us all power and authority here on earth. So why don't you take that power and authority that he's given you, stand on top of that and defeat the addiction that you are in. And so... Amen. You've got to understand, hey, I got saved. I gave my heart to God, but I was still struggling for four or five years afterwards with this addiction. And so it's going to be a fight. So don't just think, well, I also don't want to discourage you and go, oh, my God, I'm a Christian and, and I'm still doing this. You know what? Start putting it at the feet of God. Start saying, God, I can't do this. This is too hard. I need you to come in. I need your strength. I need to lean upon your strength. And, and what does God say in his word? He says, um, in your weakness, he will be made strong. He will make you strong through the power of the Holy Spirit. 
He will come in. He will strengthen you. It will convict you so much. The Holy Spirit will counsel you so much that it will break the chains off of that bondage that you're in. But it all starts with salvation. Amen. Great testimony. Great, 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 great testimony. I could definitely, definitely relate to that. I'll wait till we get further along, then I then I'll share my testimony on that. But amen to that, Monique. That and and with everything she said is true, because it's the same power that worked in me to break my chains. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Uh, point that was point two. Remember point two. You have to consider the cost. Let the Holy Spirit have His way in you. And you need to want God more than you want that sin because you know what the end result of that sin is going to lead you to. And I don't think the Lord wants anybody to go there. But if you are against him by putting something over him, then you've made your decision. Point number three, it's sexual activity performed by the same sex, yourself. This is not the design of the Lord. Point number three why Christians should never masturbate is because it's sexual activity performed by the same sex, which is yourself. And go ahead, Monique, because I got a lot to say about this. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll let you go. I'll let you go on this one, Keith. I, I spoke a lot on the on the first one. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, I know this might be tough to hear, but I'm going to say it anyway. When I think about this, but before I I get into what I I was going to say, let's read the scripture behind it. It says in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 2 to 5, it says, But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, Lovers of money, boasters, proud blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanders without self-control, brutal despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, and from such people turn away. Now, that's a lot, and we are definitely in the last days where I'm seeing all of these all of these things unravel, but the thing the Lord put on my heart about masturbation is, if you think about it, it's borderline homosexuality. I don't believe God created a man to know how to please another man. Just think about that. If you're masturbating, you know how to please yourself who is. If you're a man and you're masturbating, you know how to please yourself who is a man. So you know how to please other men. I just want people to think about that because the enemy will try to use that and and try to get you to turn a different way and, and take the, what you've learned of yourself to, to take it to some other person. Same thing with women. You're not supposed to know how a body, a woman's body works and, and the inner sexual workings. You're supposed to know how to please your, your, your spouse. 
and you're not even supposed to be having sex unless you're married. Then you learn each other sexually. Uh, it, to me, pleasing yourself is definitely on the same level because you're of the same sex. That's not how God created you. God created you to please someone else through marriage, be fruitful and multiply, not to be lovers of yourself and to have some self-control. Like Monique said, it's bondage. You just have to touch yourself at night. It's late, it's 2 a.m., let me just turn on the TV, let me turn on this movie, or let me just continue to touch myself really quick. It, it's, it's, it's bondage. God has given us a sound mind, not to give ourselves over to whatever urges come and so we can touch ourselves and please ourselves. That's not how the Lord, you know, designed us. That's not how he designed sex. He created it not for our own self but for others to please us, which is our spouses, which goes into our next point, which Point number four, sexual is <clears throat> it's, it's selfish against your spouse. Now, let's take it – now, these are for the married folks that are masturbating. This is for the husband that's masturbating, and he's married to a wife, and this is for the wife that's masturbating, and she's married to her husband. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 24, it says, Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Yeah, they should become one flesh. Uh, Monique, did you want to add something in here? I actually, um, I love that we're talking about this because I, I truly believe that within the Christian population people believe that once you're married everything goes you can do whatever you want once you're married it gives you a full right to do whatever you want sexually Um, and I don't believe that that's how the Lord designed it it doesn't mean all of a sudden now that you're married you can go 50 shades of gray because to me God made sex for other reasons, procreation. That's the main reason, but it's also unique. Within, within that is there is honor you, because he says it in his word in Corinthians and in so many other books. He talks about how we are to honor, honor the wife, right? Just as Christ you know, honored, respect, loved the church. So if all of a sudden you think you can start acting like you're married and you can do a porno with your wife and, and, and you can treat her like those women in the, in the pornos, it's not loving and honoring to your wife and, you know, and vice versa for the women. Um, and so if you feel like, oh, you know, you're, I just feel like, you know, if you're away, uh, maybe I know a lot of people. I've I've heard people when they go out on business trips and then they 
Skype in with their husband or their wife, and then you know they're 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 touching themselves like they're having sex with one another, but they're not. Mm. And it's like, well, y- y'all gotta wait till you get back together, like. How is that honoring to God? I still feel that that's idolizing sex because, like we said, in Genesis, God said, you know, that he made the woman for the man and the man for the woman to come together. It doesn't mean God made God made the woman to be the man's play toy and God made the man to be the woman's play toy because that's what it seems like. Y'all just acting like one another are, our sexual toys at that point. Mm. So where's the love? Where's the honor in that? At that point, you're sexualizing one another, which is totally against the character of God. God is all about honor and respect. And if we're, if marriage is supposed to be um, a replication of how Christ loved the church, that doesn't make any sense when you just start feeling. And I know I may be I may, may be ruffling some feathers with some married people out there, but I'm going to tell you, how is that righteous? That's not honoring to God. That's not honoring to how he created it. He didn't create one a man and woman to be one another's sex objects. And so when you're sinning against one another, when you're 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 masturbating Maybe maybe you're having trouble with your wife or your husband now, and you haven't had sex in a while, so you're going to go do it with yourself. And then you're opening up a door for the enemy to come in and wreak a havoc on your life. You start watching pornos. You start touching yourself. You're, you start fantasizing about other women besides your, besides your wife, or you start fantasizing about other men besides your husband. All of a mm. sudden... You've opened up the door for the devil to come in and make all of your weaknesses or all your insecurities his playground to cause death and destruction in your life and in your marriage. Definitely, definitely great, great points. Uh, It's selfish against yourself. If you're one flesh, you are one flesh. I don't think your spouse would appreciate you trying to get pleasure without them. And, again, you're supposed to be pleasing your spouse, not yourself. Um, It leads me to 1 Corinthians 7, 1 through 3, where it says, Now regarding the questions you asked in this letter, Yes, it is good to abstain from sexual relations, but because there is no such, but because there is so much sexual immorality, each man should have his own wife, and each woman should have her own husband. The husband should fulfill his wife's sexual needs, and the wife should fulfill her husband's needs. The wife gives authority over her body to, to her husband, and the husband gives authority over his body to his wife. Now. Basically, what Monique was saying is, you know, this is honoring to the Lord. It's not about me. It's not about, hey, how can you please me? Oh, if you can't do it, I'll please myself. No, this is my sexual urges 
should be fulfilled by my wife and vice versa. It's more like a giving thing than a I need to just get get my own self off right now. No. Being a Christian is about giving more than receiving. Yeah. Pleasing to one person, one body, that's the, the image of, of Christ. That's the that's why he died for us. As the scripture says. But if you're out for and you're out you're playing for yourself and I don't know if that's a true love. I, I really don't know if that's a true love. I, w- I would really question that. And you know, I want to I want to speak on I want to speak on uh, verse three here because I feel like people can get it, this verse twisted. The verse says the husband should fulfill his wife's sexual needs, and the wife should fulfill her husband's needs. The wife, oh, I'm going to go to four, verse 4 as well. The wife gives authority over her body to her husband, and the husband gives authority over his body to his wife. Now, when we get married, okay, within the, the, the wonderful covenant of marriage, uh, especially I can speak from a woman's standpoint because we're supposed to submit to the covering of our husband. And we Amen. submit to the covering of our husband because we believe 100% that he is seeking the Lord in everything that he does and that he is submitting to the Holy Spirit's leading. Now, when it says that the husband should fulfill his sexual needs, I want everyone to notice it doesn't say the husband should fulfill his wife's sexual fantasies. It doesn't say, and the wife should fulfill her husband's. It doesn't say, and the wife should fulfill her husband's fantasies. It says need. What's the sexual need? That need is for you to come together, to be as one. Because we are made to come together and be as one, man and woman, to procreate. It has nothing to do with your fantasy. It has everything to do, what is sex? Sex is when, okay, do we need, I'm not going to break it down for you, but you all know exactly what sex is, okay? What the actual physical act of sex is, how that happens, and we come together like a puzzle piece into one, okay? I, we all, I, this world got it twisted. Oh, my sexual needs, all of a sudden you're, your sexual needs have to do with things like Fifty Shades of Grey. You tell me how something like Fifty Shades of Grey, bondage, all this is just totally perverted, twisted types of, uh, of how the enemy has, has perverted sex. It's supposed to be something beautiful. I want to know how someone can, can I, I just can't understand it. This blows my mind. I'm not married yet, but I can't imagine that I'm me being married to my husband and him wanting to 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 put a collar around my neck and and to gag me and walk me around and that gets him off. That's disgusting. That 100% got the mark of the enemy all over it. How is that honoring and loving to me? That is 100%. That is just like the most. Per, that's the devil at his best right there. 
perverting something mm. where you're supposed to be coming together as one on the same level of the same accord in love, mind, body, and spirit. And so Amen. I, I really want to point that out to you guys because I feel like people think, oh, they got to, he's not pleasing me. And that, it has no, hey, it's great. God made it so it could be enjoyed, so it wouldn't be something that's, that hurts and is uncomfortable. But that wasn't the purpose why he created sex. He created sex because our God is an awesome God, and that's how he designed for us to procreate. He didn't have to make it pleasurable for us. That wasn't the main point when he created it. It wasn't his main point was for it to be for pleasure. And I think people get that twisted. They think sex was made for pleasure. No, sex was created for procreation, my friends. That's why when y'all have, that's why when you have sex, some they, and and you you know, and you're not on the birth control pill or whatever you're doing, you're doing it the right way. That's why a woman gets pregnant, right? And and okay, I get it. Some people can't get pregnant, and I I have total sensitivity for that. But I'm saying. In an elementary way, when we're discussing this, that's the purpose. Don't get it twisted in thinking that sex was made for you to feel good. It's a byproduct of it. I feel it's a blessing from God because he's like, you're fulfilling what I, you are fulfilling what I, the whole reason why I created sex, so I'm blessing you so that it's not going to be painful, right? But just don't get it twisted. That's all I'm going to say about that. Amen. I'll turn it back over to you. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, there's nothing really much else to say. Monique laid it out beautifully. You you should not bring the way you had sex out in the world into the bedroom with your wife or your husband mm-hmm. looking for the same thrills. That's not why God created that. And it's not their fault if you were out in the world going crazy and they can't satisfy your fantasies. It's not their fault. Mm-hmm. But there's the salvation. If that's the case, that person's the one with the problem. The The person who was out in the world and is still thinking that they can take and think they can have sex the way they did in the world, that's their problem. It's not the person who was, who's been walking down the righteous road who hasn't. Because they're the one Amen. with the untainted. They're untainted, and they're still seeing it as God sees it and what have it. And those who have been tainted by the world, it's just like Adam and Eve. You know, once mm-hmm. they, they ate from that apple, then they noticed they were naked and all they saw all these they saw, a di- they saw things in a different way, and it's the same thing when someone's been out in the world having, having sex and, and object- sexually objective, try and come into the, the, the sacredness of, of the, the marriage bed, uh, and you're bringing that, you've got to wash that off. You got, you've got to go get help. I say go see, seek a pastor, seek healing through sozu prayer, whatever you've got to do to rid yourself because you are tarnished, uh, your brain is tarnished from whatever it was, the porn, whatever it was you were doing, however you were having sex, and I'm speaking for myself as well, but you can't come in with that same mindset because you're going to taint the marriage bed. Amen. 
And masturbation does not help this. It really makes it worse. Really makes it worse. I just want to go to the next point. Monique, can can you take us to the, the next point? Yes. So number five is it is addictive. Um, and we can see uh, in Romans 1, verses 24 through 26, where it speaks of this. It says, therefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness in the lust of their hearts, to dishonor their bodies among themselves, who exchanged the truth of God for the lie, and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions. For even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise, also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust for one another. Men with men committing what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. Amen. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I, I just want to... I like... truly, that is about, that. I truly, you know, I've read that, that piece of scripture before, but I truly believe 100% this is talking about masturbation. 100%. Amen. I I just want to jump in here and, and share my testimony about the struggles and the addiction of masturbation. Uh, I started looking at pornography probably when I was a teenager, and it carried me through college and through my adult years. And masturbating was like second nature to me. I used to do it all the time. And when I really got on my own, you could forget about it. It was like a thing I did every night, almost every night. Uh, And I couldn't stop. I could not stop. I tried it, and I felt bad afterwards, but I couldn't stop doing it. And it had a hold on me, and it had a grip on me. And the only thing that saved me was the gospel of Jesus Christ. He was the light in my life. I replaced that sexual urge with the love of Christ, and God removed it. That's how that's how true the power of Christ is. I I didn't I didn't want to do this anymore. I love Jesus more than myself. I I I wanted God more than myself, but I couldn't do that and get there. If I'm always masturbating, because masturbation, when you're addicted to masturbation, it creeps up on you. You can be minding your business watching TV, and you just start touching yourself. You can be working on a paper. Next thing you know, you, you find yourself on Twitter. The next thing you know, you're on Instagram, then Facebook, then you looking up a website, then you looking up a porn site. Because your body's like, hey, it's time to masturbate. Come on, let's let's satisfy me. It's not natural. It's not how God designed you. It is very addictive. It's very, very addictive. And the problem is 
society now is just uh, self-gratification. It's like sexual gratification. And we need to be committed to God. We can't use God to get what we want and then go somewhere else. The Bible speaks of not being committed to God, and it's, it's, it's dangerously uh, serious offense by using God and going somewhere else. Read Second Peter two twenty to twenty one. It, it it's very, 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 very serious offense to the Lord. If we're gonna be committed to the Lord, stay committed. Turn away from that stuff and don't look back. It addiction can be broken. God can do it. He's done it in my life, he's done it in Monique's life. And I'm pretty sure he, he's done it in some people listening to this. But masturbation will lead you astray. It's self-seeking. And it, it's not of the Lord. And we're getting to a, a point in the show where we want to tell you guys about the refuge and um, ways you can stop doing this. Because masturbation not only brings side effects physically to your body, but it brings sin effects too. Because you, like Monique said, you're opening yourself up to other things, and you need to you need to do new things. You need to see new things, to see new material, and you can't stop doing this. And it's not natural. So, ways to stop masturbation. One way to stop it. Or we just put together a little list of things you can do or should do. Um, and the, the first thing you should do, if you, if you are in masturbation right now, ask for God for forgiveness. Ask God to forgive you. Realize what you're doing is wrong. Ask God to forgive you of this, this sin against him and not using your body the way he designed it not being a slave to righteousness. You have to realize that you have sinned against the Lord. And uh, the the next thing would just be to repent. Repent from that. Repent from and turn away from, renew your mind, turn away from that lifestyle and look forward. Look to, to the cross. Look to Christ. Look forward and don't turn back. Don't even worry about when the next urge is going to hit your body. Just keep going forward. And know it's going to be a fight. Monique, did you did you want to read the next point or you, you wanted to add something in? Um, no, I, I've been talking a lot, Keith. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you go ahead and continue. <laughs> All right, yeah, you preached the service today. <laughs> Uh, no, it's cool. It's always a pleasure. Uh, also, the no- next thing is purge anything that will cause you to stumble out of your life. Just get rid of it. If you have issues looking at Facebook, get stop looking at Facebook. Get off of it. Run from it. Yeah. Anything causing you to touch yourself, cut it off as long as it takes. Or do- just cut it off, period. Never pick it up again. That's the cause. 
That's the cost of this walk to some folks. For everybody, it should be. If listening to music is causing you to stumble, turn off the music. Don't pick it up. Know that God has something better for you. So we have ask God for forgiveness, repent of your sin, purge anything that will cause you to stumble, and if need be, the next point is go into seclusion with the word of God. Not only cut things off, cut everybody off. Just go to a quiet space, maybe change your number. Maybe you just need to get into a quiet space for a certain period of time and just concentrate on the word of God and pray and keep praying until something happens. Because that's the fight. That's the fight we're in. Because honestly, once the Lord pulls you out of all of that mess, the enemy's going to try even harder to snatch you back into it. And you have to keep battling. Yep. But if you trust in God, you will be victorious every time. Every time. So if it, if it takes cutting off your friends that's doing the same thing you used to do, cut them off. Family members, if they're walking in sin and you're trying to live right, cut them off too. The cost. That's the cost. If your job causing you to sin, ask the Lord to provide you a better one. And leave. That's the cost. And the last point is, take a measure of everything in your life and see if it aligns with the word of God. If you are born again, born of the Holy Spirit, the Lord has renewed your mind, you've converted, you're fresh on fire for God, take an inventory from the way you walk, from what you wear, to how you speak, and see if that aligns with the word of God. What you're thinking See if that aligns with the word of God, who you talk to and who you hang with. Just see if it balances out because the enemy will try any little thing to get you back into the clutches of sin. And if he really can get you masturbating again, he's won because that, that, that sin plays for keeps. But some people out here say, I could, there's no way to break that. That's a lie. So just write down these points where it's ask God for forgiveness, repent, purge anything that will cause you to stumble, go into seclusion with the word of God, and lastly, take a measure of everything in your life and see if it aligns with the word of God. But that key point is forgiveness. you got to get on your knees and, and throw yourself at the Lord and say, Lord, please. I need you right now. Be humble. Want to see a move of the Holy Spirit. And he'll show you. But if you come before him proud and trying to justify what you're doing and saying that's not in the Bible and it needs to be that, no. That's pride. That's pride. You should be willing to give up anything for God. Amen. And, uh, in my closing remarks, I I just really want to say there is room if you have not given your life to the Lord. There's room for you right now. If you're not saved, please, please check out, you know, 
www.walkingthischrist.com and click on the salvation tab. There's a couple of scriptures there that are really, really help you in this journey with the Lord. It it's very important because we're living our whole life to to a conclusion of something, and that's Christ Jesus. And being with Him is the best thing. That's the only thing. And masturbation is just a roadblock to keep you from him. Don't look at these articles. Don't look at medical research findings say that it's good for you. No. No. Get rid of it. If you love God, get rid of it. Straight up. Uh, Go ahead, Monique. I want to pick you I want to piggyback off of what you just said, which was, you know, medical reports say that, you know, it's good for you and all this. Well, how about when the medical report says you only got so many days to live, but then all of a sudden you're believe, you're believing in the Lord that he's going to miraculously heal you and you're going to be, you're going to be cleansed and you're going to be able to to be cured from whatever it is so there i feel you know i truly believe that there's there's buffet christians out there people are going to to what jesus has said how we're supposed to live our lives and they pick and choose what they want to put on their plate and carry with them to the table but jesus is very clear and he says i am the way I am the truth. I am the life. Whoever follows me will have eternal life. Do you get mm-hmm. that? Whoever oh, follows it. me, Jesus says, will have eternal life. But the wages of sin is death. Our Savior these are his words. It's come out of his mouth. He's, there's there's no candy coating what he said. Straight up. The wages of sin is death. And so you cannot be a buffet Christian. Mm. Jesus has laid out exactly how you are to live your life. He has told you. To not put anything, God says, do not put anything above me. Thou shalt not have any other God, but the moment you put anything in front of God, it's an idol. And it has power over you. And I don't know about any of you out there that are listening, but I know I don't like it when people have power over me. I don't like it when, when something has a grip on me. It bothers me a lot. The only person I want in control in my life is the creator of the universe, the Alpha and the Omega, the one who has a great, amazing purpose on my life. And if you truly believe that, then you know what? You've got to say, God, I cannot do this on my own. I'm giving this to you. You've got to help me out with this one. But remember, closed mouths don't get fed. So if you're not out doing what, if you're not putting in your hard work, your due diligence, this is like you want a six pack, 
Were you just going to ask the Lord, Lord, I truly believe if you want me to have this six-pack, I will get it in the name of Jesus as I'm sitting here on my couch not doing a darn thing. No. <laughs> you got to get into that gym and you got to work. And not only that, but you have to start, what do you else do you have to do for a six-pack? You got to start cutting things out of your diet, right? You can't be eating the same way you used to be if you want to get this six-pack. It requires discipline. It's the same thing with being a Christian. You can't be living the same way you used to. You've got to start cutting things out of your diet. You've got to start stripping yourself of those old habits to truly fall in line. I love how that scripture speaks about being in alignment with God and being in alignment with his word. And it's so simple. It's black or white, guys. Either you're in alignment with God's word or you're not. You're either for God or you're not. You're in or you're out. There's no middle ground here with God. He says in Revelation that a lukewarm believer, a lukewarm follower, he will spit you out of his mouth. And so if masturbation is causing you to be a lukewarm follower of Jesus Christ, doesn't need to tell you what to do. I don't need to tell you what to do. You know what you need to do. And seek help. There, We are praying for you. You can anonymously write into us. You can anonymously call us. And we will pray for you because it says that the Lord hears and he heeds the prayers of the righteous. We're here for you. You don't have to walk in shame. You don't have to walk in guilt because God will take that away from you. We're here just to walk alongside you and encourage you in the walk with God. And like I said, this ain't no pie walk. Being a Christian is not easy. There is struggle and there are daily, if not moments, by moment temptations that come at us. But that's because the enemy mm-hmm. doesn't want you to receive what God has for you. If he can keep you distracted with masturbation and, and, and focusing on that, imagine what I want those of you who are struggling with this to think about how many hours or how many minutes in a day, and then you accumulate that by the week and then accumulate that by the month and then accumulate that by the year that you're wasting on this masturbation where you could be doing things of God, you know, starting up your own ministry, volunteering at the church, speaking life into someone, reading your Bible. I mean, there's so many things you could be doing, but the enemy's distracting you with the masturbation. Don't let him distract you because the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And if he can isolate you and keep you from receiving what God has for you, he's done his job. Don't let him win. That's it. I'm done. I'm done, guys. I lo- we love you. We love you so much. And just don't forget to connect with us. You can always find us on a straight talk- on talktojoe.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Facebook at Straight Talk Joe. And on Instagram at Straight Talk Show. Keith, you got anything else? Nah, Mo, you got it. Later, guys. All right, we've.
We love you guys. Have a blessed week. Welcome to the show. It's Straight Talk with Joe. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.